the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is proudly sponsored by Thatchface, taming beards and saving lives. Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. You are tuned in to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Troy, Jay and Aaron. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jay, as always, joined by Troy and Aaron. How are we, chaps? Very, very well. Fed and watered post-lunch. Aaron's swigging bin juice from a can. A.K.A. Iron Brew Energy. A.K.A. (laughs) Submarine Cleaner. Iron Brew Energy is like rusty water, isn't it? (laughs) That's... 40% 40% of like, your daily sugar intake in 100 mils of this can, Jesus which is Christ. 330 mils. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait for that to kick in halfway through this episode. And how many cans of that have you had today? How many, so cans, like, how many cans of that have you had today? Uh, one, but I've also had a monster punch. Jesus so. Christ. Gonna have to spatula him off Fucking the walls. <laughs> Wait, monster fudge? Yep. Fudge? Oh, that sounds awful. No, punch. Oh, punch. That sounds like... Right. Oh, punch. I thought you said fudge. I was like, that just sounds dreadful. Why would anyone drink that? Oh, dear. Um, so what? basically, as we're doing this podcast, Aaron's teeth are going to be falling out one by one <laughs> from all the sugar he's had in, in those cans. <laughs> I hope he's got enough teeth left for tidbits. Like he's Timothy Thatcher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, before we get into the tidbits... Uh, Obviously, we're going to be talking about SmackDown today. If you want to tell us what you thought of SmackDown, seemed like a bit of a divisive one. That I was surprised by that, but it did. Uh, we'll get on that in a minute. Um, <laughs> you can follow us at Twitter at Untitled Respod or Facebook, Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Before we talk about the divisive episode of SmackDown, um, did much happen on this day in wrestling history, Aaron? Well, for our teddy bits... I, um, I was... I was going to gloss over it, but last time you threw a bit of a hissy fit, so better not. <laughs> Seems to be for the SmackDown, I'm going to hear hissy fit anyway, so... <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, tw- 22nd and 23rd of January. Uh, a bit bleak for both days, to be honest, but we'll crack on. Uh, 22nd in 1954, Tully Blanchard is born. All right, that's good. Nice. Is that right? <laughs> but we'll go right into it with some Royal Rumble chat in 1994. We are great matches in 1994, boys. Uh, Tatanka <laughs> versus, versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, five-star uh, match. Yeah, the Quebecers beat Owen and Bret Hart to retain the tag titles. Right. Uh, Razor Ramon beat IRS to retain Intercontinental title. Erwin R. Scheister. What a guy. Right. Uh, Yokozuna beat The Undertaker in a casket match to retain the WWF title. Oh, I remember that. And Lex Luger and Bret Hart co-win the Rumble from number 23 and 27. Technically last eliminating each other, but before that, Shawn Michaels. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh more Royal Rumble talk a year later, the exact same day, 
Jeff Jarrett beat Razor Ramon for the Intercontinental title. Of course he did. Undertaker beat IRS. Because I mean, why not? Because... <laughs> <laughs> um, Diesel versus Bret Hart for the WWF title ended in a draw. Christ. Uh, one, two, three, Kid and Bob Holly beat Bigelow and Tatanka in the finals of a tag team tournament for the vacant tag titles. Oh. I didn't realise uh, they were tag team champions. More on that later. Uh, Sean Michaels... <laughs> Shawn Michaels wins the Royal Rumble from number one, last eliminating entrant number two, the British Bulldog. Damn. It's that iconic moment where he goes over the top and he's got one foot on the rope and he's just swinging a straight leg of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's that one. Boy got robbed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the last one for... The 22nd, that's how bleak this is, boys. Uh, I've got one more for the 22nd, but go on. Oh, okay. 2008, at an ECW tape-in, in his third try, Chavo Guerrero beat CM Punk for the ECW title. Some say he had an edge on commentary. Christ. Actually, I realise my one, I think, is from the 23rd, so crack on. Oh, okay, okay. Well, in 1976, on the 23rd, Nigel McGuinness is born. Yes, Nigel McGuinness. Man like Nigel. Man like Nigel. <laughs> um, in 1984, at Madison Square Garden, Hulk Hogan beat the Iron Sheik for the WWF title. He would hold the title for five years thus creating Hulkamania. Five years? Five years. Fuck me. Yeah. Hulkamania, brother. You didn't back then, mate. You are. Uh-huh. Didn't, ba- didn't Backland hold it for like eight years prior to that? Pass, probably. Backland had it for a fair while, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Running uh, wild, brother. So... In 1995, on the 23rd, on Raw, the night after the Royal Rumble, we just spoke about this, the Smoking Guns beat 123 Kid and Bob Holly <laughs> to win the tag team title. <laughs> Christ alive. That's got to be one of the shortest tag team reigns going. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, a year later... WCW presents Clash of Champions 32. I don't know 32. why my voice went funny there. Yeah, 32. <laughs> uh, noticeable matches on it. Public Enemy versus the Nasty Boys was a double DQ. <laughs> 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 
Uh, Brian Pillman beat Eddie Guerrero. Oh. Uh, Sting and Lex Luger. Diamond in the Rust. Diamond in the Rust. (laughs) Um, Sting and Lex Luger beat the Blue Bloods to retain the tag titles. The Blue Bloods being William Regal and Bobby Eaton, I think it was. Okay. Uh, Conan beat Psychosis. Nice. And in the main event, Ric Flair and the Giant beat Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage. Oh. There you go. Very nice. Uh, 2000 on the 23rd, the WWE Royal Rumble. <laughs> oh. Oh, I love the way you introduce these. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the show... Taz beat Kurt Angle on his debut in three minutes. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Was that when Taz came out like as a surprise? Because it was in yeah. New York, wasn't it? Angle issued an open challenge, that was basically. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking the lights come out and that beep, beep. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was awesome. Right. Um Hardy's beat the Dudley Boys in tag team tables match. Mm-hmm. Uh Jericho beat China and Hardcore Holly to be the undisputed Intercontinental Champion. So it's undisputed because Jericho and China were co-holders of it. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they went into this match and Jericho won the triple threat. Uh, The Outlaws beat the Acolytes to retain the tag titles. Um, it sounds like a good match, but it only lasted three minutes, so I highly Lost. doubt it. <laughs> it, it wasn't. <laughs> um, Triple H beat Cactus Jack in a street fight to retain the WWF title. Oh, fuck awesome. yes. Awesome. Yeah. Superb. And The Rock won the Royal Rumble from number 24, last eliminating the big show. Um. If you're going to be technical about it, Big Show won the Rumble, but never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, See if they got a storyline out of that. Yeah, they got a storyline out of that. In 2003, the final of Tough Enough 3 is aired, with Matt Capitelli and John Hennigan being declared winners. What happened to the other guy, not John Hennigan? I I don't know. He died of a brain tumour. Really? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Wow. Fucking hell. I wish he, I got, Christ. Yeah, he, he got a brain tumor not long after he signed. And then wow. um, he died not that long ago. But it was basically like related to that. His cancer came back worse. Awesome. Bloody hell. Poor chap. Mm-hmm. Well, that's my tidbits done. Oh, mate. <laughs> fucking hell. Wow. <laughs> I've I've got one what was your, for that day. What was your What was your tip uh, Troy? On on I this save it. on this day in 2020 in Houston, Texas, Troy met Aaron. Yeah. You mean yeah. you mean to tell me Aaron left out the fucking rumble from last year on his tidbits? <laughs> no, no, because that was on like the 20 something. It wasn't the 23rd. Well, we flew out on this day. We met each other. Yeah, we flew out on this day. Yeah, it wasn't the actual day of the Rumble, but I still met you at the airport you, when I was walking I'll around. I'll give you a pass. Bewildered. 
<laughs> Try wandering a bit like a lost puppy with the Where the fuck am I going? Where's this <laughs> fucking hotel? <laughs> you'll oh. do, you've got a Seth Rollins hat on, you're clearly here for the rumble. I don't know why I won't let me die then. <laughs> wow. There you go. I saved tidbits. I saved it. I didn't end on a downer. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll tell that story on um the rumble watch along with you. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's me and Big Tasty don't actually know that story, so I'll be interested. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway, should we talk about SmackDown? Aaron's we favorite shall. show. Yeah. Um, it featured dolphins. You should have liked this I'm from the off. I, don't, that, I, thought, I watched it and thought Aaron's going to enjoy this show. I yeah, genuinely well, did. Yeah. It was a bit... Obviously, it was, obviously wasn't enough death matches it wasn't, for him. Whatever nonsense he likes. It wasn't. It, it was wasn't. Oh, let's get into it. We got dolphins two segments. So maybe he brought the tone of it down. Uh, so we got like a really cool <laughs> video package to open the show. It's um, Roman and like just a recap basically of like Roman and Pierce's thing last week and like Roman telling Heyman to like what basically it kind of like shows everything Roman said to Heyman. Heyman echoed it to Pierce, which was quite clever. Yeah. It's something I didn't quite pick up on on the time. Um, then Rome comes to the ring. He says, KO isn't sending a message tonight because he said so. Uh, he's not allowed in the uh, building. Roman says, card subject to change is how losers think and it took his health being at risk in a pandemic to make him miss an appearance that was a fucking great line I thought that was a great line and the way he delivered it where he kind of he was almost hesitant doing it and it kind Mm. of took him back a bit was very good and he he brings up a pierce like doing the whole like oh man you know my knee's hurting sort of thing and Rome goes you know what my body's hurt my my knee's hurt all the time my ankles (laughs) they've hurt since college my head's always hurt my neck's always hurt and he said, you know what, Paul? What's that thing I was talking about? That <laughs> really bothered me. And this really had me chuckling the way he delivered yeah, that. And Haven goes, oh. it's, such a, it's such a big weight on your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> and then Roman goes, that's right. It's my back from carrying this place. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, just he says he's carrying three years. Uh, just before you carry on with this, um, a couple of facts about Owens and Reigns. Right, you ready? Uh, this is Owens versus Reigns 2 at a Rumble pay-per-view back in 2017 with Jericho in a cage. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. Um, this is Owens' third world title match at a Rumble pay-per-view. Okay. Yeah. And this is Owens' second last man standing match at a Rumble pay-per-view. Where he fought, he fought Dean Ambrose in 2016 in the opening match. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, so Great we did. Match. Yeah, yeah. There you go. What happened to that Dean Ambrose guy? <laughs> um, Never he's writing a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor bastard. Um, <laughs> Ro- Roman says his back might keep him out of the rumble and then Pierce comes out. Uh, Roman basically just berates him for a couple of minutes. And then set, it leads them to saying that um, no wonder Pierce never made that in, in the WWE as a wrestler. Uh, they both laugh at him. Yeah. Sharp barbed words Sharp by Roman. Um, um, a specific line from <laughs> Reigns to Pierce. Um, if you're his bitch, you're most certainly my bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's Roman's yeah. bitch. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Pierce says Roman can laugh at him, but not Heyman. Uh, Roman says Pierce is disrespecting, he- disrespecting Heyman, and if he's disrespecting Heyman, he's disrespecting the head of the table. Uh, he makes Heyman kind of stand up straight. He goes to Heyman, stand up straight, defend yourself. And <laughs> Heyman goes, Heyman goes, well, I'm from New York. I'll wreck your ass. Um, <laughs> and basically challenges uh, Postman Pierce to a match later uh, tonight. Pierce makes it official. Um, just as before we go to the break as well, Sami Zayn comes out and handcuffs himself to the barricade. And is protesting losing his match against Apollo. What are you going to say, Aaron? Now, before we carry on, I would say Pierce is a coward going after Heyman, but he's not when Heyman has got five wins out of his 11 matches with WWE. Wins over, wins over the Hardy Boys, Edge, Chris Jericho, CM Punk, and Sabu. Jesus wept. <laughs> No messing with Paul Heyman, mate. <laughs> the Paulrus. <laughs> Poor Paul. Gelatinous Paul, as the good brothers call him. Um, Gelatinous Paul. Uh, after this, we get Asker and Charlotte versus the Riot Squad. Um, Asker comes out, gets on the stage, and then she come, um, entrance music gets cut off, comes out to uh, Charlotte's entrance music. Good, good to see the women's champion get the full entrance there. Bullshit. Not playing second fiddle to anybody. Bullshit. Um, also, right score, get a fucking job as entrance. How dare they? How yeah. very dare um, they? I mean, let's, um, fa- let's face it, Troy, let's, let's be real here. They weren't going to beat Charlotte, were they? No. no, no. Um, <laughs> before you go into the match, um, Michael Cole goes, what is Billy Kay wearing? She's just wearing three-quarter checkered trousers and a top, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. So, Michael Cole, I know your boss likes to get the women as scantily cladded clothing, but there's no need for you to shout at someone just because they're wearing normal clothes on the <laughs> weekly show. All right. Well, you say normal clothes. They're um, three quarter lengths, so clearly a cat's a dead. <laughs> cats are dead. Yeah. Um, one thing I did notice was that on the way to the ring as well, sympathetic baby face Charlotte Flair looked like she wanted to absolutely spit on Sami Zayn. Yeah, she oh, looked the at him like she he gave was walked past him. <laughs> she looked at him like he was a homeless person asking for money. Um, I mean, it's not far <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, so to the match itself, there wasn't really much to this. Uh, Charlotte controls most of the match early on. You know, got to make her look strong. Of course. Uh, right, right. So I get a bit of an advantage, and then Billy distracts Charlotte at one point. She grabs her Billy by her hair, lift drop kick Charlotte in the face. Hits the top row crossbody. A uh, bit more of an advantage from the Riot squad. Billy distracts the ref as Ruby's rolled up Asker. Um, Asker ends up knocking Liv off the apron into Billy. Asker, it's a code breaker on Ruby. And Charlotte, once again, botches the natural selection onto Ruby Riot. If you can't hit your finisher, don't fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what? I didn't think it looked that bad. I mean, it looked better than her effort. It's because the other she, day. Does, she barely touches them when she does it. Yeah. Like, it looks. It just looks shit. I've never liked that finisher anyway because mm. it looks crap. And then the fact that since she's come back, she's like been glancing them. It's like, oh, come yeah. on. Um, as Charlotte um, get starts to get the upper hand, like she never had it. But when she was mildly getting beat up by the right squad and starting, she before she no souls, fucking loads. Be, yeah, before she, she hot tagged Asuka, Charlotte um, kicks Liv in the 
midsection. Uh, Michael Cole says, "A kick to the live set midsection." <laughs> <laughs> The live section, yeah. The before, section, before that as well, Liv kicked Charlotte in the stomach, and Charlotte just no sold it. Absolutely no sold. Absolutely yeah. brushed it off. It's like, come on, Charlotte looks like steal me. She looks like she just doesn't want to be there, or she she looks like she's only there to buy time until she's clearly just given another championship. Mm. Really, this like, is the thing. Like I, I like I hate using the word entitled because. She has she has earned a like a place mm. as much as obviously there is a little bit of nepotism there with that she's like been given a bit of a spotlight bit bit more of a spotlight than others because of who's a dad yeah yeah that that happens with like anyone who's second generation yeah of course it's how like, you make stars really yeah it's it is it's like a fast pass to stars look at Natalia um, and well that was a bit of a <laughs> <laughs> I think that. That was the point, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, I think my tongue was a little bit in my cheek there, mate. That's how these things work. Um, but yeah, like, what the point I'm making is, is that she's a hard worker. She, she's capable of having amazing matches. But at the same time, it's like bro, when he can't be asked, he doesn't have good matches. Yeah, yeah. It feels like she fit. She can't be asked today, so she's not having good matches. Mm. The book... They're booking it all wrong. And the whole thing with the character, people say she's entitled. So have it fucking come up. Like she comes across as that way, like with some of the way she presents herself anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not like, I don't think it's intentional, but she just does the way she says, mm. like talks about herself. Yeah. Just have her being an entitled heel. Yeah. Just play she's into not that. Really there. She's not mm. a fucking sympathetic baby face. So stop trying to make her one. She's yeah. clearly going to turn on Asuka. Mm-hmm. So have a say, have a like, stop treating Asuka as second fiddle to her for a start. Yeah, 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 yeah. It should be the other way around. Asuka's the women's champion. Like, mm. I don't care if Charlotte's a fucking megastar. Asuka's the women's champion. She yeah. should be the number one person in that, in that team. Yeah, yeah. She shouldn't be walking out to um, fucking Charlotte's entrance music. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm basically being like fucking Charlotte's best friend. Which yeah. is all they ever do. Yeah. It's bollocks. Bollocks, bollocks, bollocks. I hate it. Um, break up the team. Have Charlotte ruin another fucking push for someone. Rhea Ripley's hurt too, not at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, next. Um, so after the break, Billy apologized to the Riot Squad. She says she got them um, both in the women's rumble. She then offers to uh, help them train and she does a Bianca Belair impression where she gets like, <laughs> Pigtails start singing around music, um, and I can't remember who the other one was, but she's uh, either way. I, uh, was, Carmelo with champagne. That was it. Yeah, it was Carmelo. That's it. I, either way, I was just like pissing myself, and then and then uh, they basically kick her off the riot squad and say, "Look, it's better as the two of us." Um, speaking of sympathetic baby faces, Billy Kay's right there. Yeah, yeah. You, you're trying to fucking make Charlotte, and you're doing it perfectly with Billy Kay. Yeah. <laughs> but in their head, probably Billy Kay's a heel. Yeah. yeah because it's fucking bizarre, Olan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> after this, Daniel Bryan comes to the ring. Uh, he basically just like put, talks about the rumble, does the usual explain the rules promo, not really much of importance. Uh, he, no, but no, he does then know. say, Yeah, <laughs> but, but to be fair, it kind of like leads into the, something. So 
I'll give him a pass on it. Uh, he says he never won the Rumble, and Cesaro comes out and says he'll win the Rumble. Uh, he, first of all, he says, thanks for reminding everybody the rules of that match that happens every year. I was like, yeah, <laughs> thanks. Um, and uh, Cesaro says, I won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I'm, I'm not what it, I know what it takes to throw people over the top rope. Uh, I'll use it to win the Rumble. That was cool. I like that they're calling back to it. Yeah. Just before he said that, when he goes, oh, thanks, thanks, Brian, for, for letting everyone know the rules. I could have done that in five different languages, including yeah. French. And then he says something to Sam and he goes, no one cares what you say. No one cares what you think. <laughs> Just keeps on Yeah, Sam, goes to reply in French as well. <laughs> and then he goes, nobody cares. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, everyone, like, everyone forgets, like, Cesaro not, is, only, is not only a good wrestler, he's dead charismatic. He's hilarious. He's the brilliant. Only thing- the only the only thing that holds him back is that Vince doesn't like the fact that he's not got an American accent. That's he's it. Yeah, he's daft. got a do- he's got an accent. That's a bit. Uh, he's got a ridiculous. European accent, and he Vince five fucking in his head. languages for fuck's sake. Yeah, mental. Um, he do- he doesn't like accents, and yet he's got Asuka, a Japanese woman whose first language is not English. Yeah, she just dances a bit though. She plays singing yeah. fiddle to Charlotte, so it's fine. That's why. That's why. He, that's why he doesn't have Asuka doing the fucking things like doing after shit. We know she's capable of because, like, well, she doesn't speak English. She's like, yeah, she doesn't fucking need to. That's the thing. No, Ask Asuka's been cutting like good promos in Japanese. Yeah, she needs a translator. Um, there was, there was, it'd be more funny. Yeah, there was there was something on. Um, I think it was on the YouTube channel for WWE last week as well. When Nakamura cut a promo, okay. um, and he he basically he he just ranted in Japanese, and then he said he just he lit, just said one sentence in English, but it was really good the way he did it. So he like yeah. ranted and he just said, and like the the interviewer looked confused because he clearly didn't speak Japanese. He went, yeah, yeah. he just went, Roman Reigns, I'm coming for you, and then walked off. Awesome. And was like, boom, that's all you need to do. Fucking brilliant. That's yeah, the yeah. thing. That's the thing they do with Asker as well, where they let them convey the passion in the yeah. native tongue yeah, yeah, and yeah. then just say it in English and it, it gets the message across. Yeah. But Cesaro, he speaks fluent in all these fucking languages. Vince just needs to pull his head out with us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Brian says it. Uh, Brian says he'll fight Cesaro again. Um, and Cesaro says, he does a Dr. Evil impression. He goes, how about no? How about no? <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that so anyone who follows up, up, down, down, I obviously keep going back to this Uno thing because there's the thing where it's Adam Cole, Tyler Breeze, uh, Cesaro and Woods playing Uno. And all his promos the last couple of weeks and Adam Cole's as well, I've had like little um, no little wants. references to stuff they've spoke about the previous week. So they were talking about Austin Powers this week. That's why he's done Doctor Evil. Ah, right. And it's just little things to kind of like pop the boys, but it's great. Um, <laughs> That's uh, Daniel Bryan when he does it as well as trying as hard as to fight back laughing. not to crack He's like the name. biting the inside. It's, it's like <laughs> that gif of Biggie when he like takes the bite out of the stage and looks at Bryan in the eyes. <laughs> and Bryan puts hands away trying not to laugh. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so says no. Um, he, de- he then says he'll issue an open challenge. Um, Dolph comes out. Uh, he says he's talking about stamina. And says he can go all night long, and that that literally breaks Brian. Brian was giggling because he went, he went, ask anybody, I can go all night long. Um, 
And he says the only person who can match him for stamina is Cesaro. Uh, this leads to a Cesaro versus Dolph match with Brian on commentary. Um, and this, I thought it was a really good match. Um, I enjoyed this. It's a bit short, lots but I enjoyed it. It was, it was short, but it was kind of like the way the finish come it come out of nowhere. So it was like, yeah, yeah. All right, well, I'll give that. I'll, I'll kind of like let that slide because it was, yeah. it, it was good and it was a very hard hitting match as well. Um, there's a lot of lot of uh, Matt wrestling to start with. Ziggler go Ziggler goes for a sleeper. Cesaro just uppercuts him. Um, big swing by Cesaro. He misses the corner shoulder charge, and then uh, Ziggler gets a bit of an advantage. They end up trading a load of roll ups for ages. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Like it was about, about two of minutes of them just rolling each other up. <laughs> um, Dolph goes for a super kick. Cesaro blocks it. Cesaro goes for an uppercut. Dolph uh, an uppercut. Sorry. Dolph dodges. He hits the zigzag for two. Um, from that, I love the yeah, zigzag. As a bit. Really, that looked really good. Um, snappy and impactful. Yeah, uh, and then a bit more back and forth. Dolph goes for a. I think he went for a hurricane runner, didn't he? Yeah. Like it looked. It looked like that. Um, Cesaro's too strong. He got. He leans backwards. Cesaro's obviously seen a. Uh, seen AJ Styles as awesome Styles class this week and gone hold my coffee. <laughs> um, doesn't drink. Um, reverses the Hurricane Rana into a neutralizer and picks up the win. Uh, Daniel Bryan on commentary really sold how like big it was that Cesaro was like beaten two, as did Cole. Yeah, that he, two that he former beat world him, champs. two former world champions in uh, consecutive weeks. Mm. Um, I I mean, I don't want to get my hopes up too much because we've we've been here before, but it does feel like they're finally pushing Cesaro. A little bit. I like it. Well, Cesaro I, in the final four? Mm-hmm. Un, until until Cesaro's got a world title match on a pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, not hold, I'm, I'm, I'm not trusting them. I don't trust them at all. <laughs> um, even though he's like amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you like that match, this, What did you think? You've not said much on that. I, I, I enjoyed it very quiet. Yeah, you uncharacteristically quiet considering this was a show that had heavy Ziggler. Because you guys respectfully gave Dolph what he deserves. Acknowledgement of how good he is. Oh, there's only one person well, that needs to be acknowledged we, on that roster. Yeah, acknowledge the tribal chief <laughs> head of the table. <laughs> um, I've just realised Nakamura wasn't on SmackDown this week either. No. Do, do you reckon do you reckon them um, Either because obviously we we said on our news thing about those multiple COVID cases that have been com- reported. So either all those guys have got COVID, or do you think they might be like saving, like leaving the, like important people off, or people who have got important stuff to do in the rumble match? Possibly. I feel like that it could be like that because otherwise, like half of these people and Bob Rude, yeah. Like if Bob's off, if Bob was off there. Because of COVID, then surely Dolph was their tag partners. Like they're obviously together quite a bit backstage. They wrestled together. Anyone they wrestled against would also be off. Which the last people mm. they wrestled against was who? The Street Profits. They were on this, so I think they're just being kept off for kind of build for the Rumble Safety more reasons. than more. Than, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Ricochet might get his chance to be in that mascara, and that is the Royal Rumble. Um, <laughs> loves a party with loads of people. Loves it. He won't even bring his mask, will he? Good job he's not doing retribution. <laughs> That's why he won't join retribution. He doesn't want to wear a mask. Yes. 
he'll never go back to Lucha Underground either. No. Um, Anyway, back to um, back to SmackDown. So next we get Sasha Banks versus Reginald, which I was pleasantly surprised by. This was hilarious. Um, It wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was clearly a comedy match. Aaron looks upset that we've said this. What's up, mate? No, no, just fair enough. Reggie does flippy shit. He's a wee flippy boy. We get it. Aye, he likes to show off. But whoa, one... on. Dolph was on the show. There's only one show off. Whoa, whoa, Hold whoa. On. One, I thought you like show offs. One, it was a, a man versus a woman match, which. Sasha didn't get hit once, even though he got barred, which is pish. Yeah, I like, agree with that because I've always been one to say, yeah, like having that kind of belittles a guy. But I don't think he came out this looking bad. I think uh, it's obviously a big surprise of what he can do for people that haven't a, seen him before. It was a fucking comedy match. Yeah. And two, he's um, Sasha injures her leg, but then instantly starts running a bit like a blue arsed fly. So. So that's it. Yeah. Uh, that's, that sullied it for you, did it? I mean, that's, my, that's my, it. my main gripe with this was that I don't like the Sasha Carmella feud. I think it's run its purpose and it's a bit shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, that's my main gripe. I thought this was kind of like, again, it was, it, was just, it was just a bit of fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it was fun. It was good. I thought, I, I, I laughed a lot at the fact that Reginald was like flipping around and like, flipping out of everything Sasha was doing and she was just getting genuinely pissed off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know it was, was fine was at watching... the start. It was just a bit excessive as I was watching this. carrying on. It... And I thought... It did go a bit long. Uh, no, I thought... It... Well, personally, I thought it was all right um, Like mm. in, in terms of time. I was, I was just thinking to myself, I bet they had a lot of fun like kind of planning some of these spots and stuff like that, like beforehand. Mm. It, was, it was entertaining. That's what, that's what well, it is, isn't it? It's sports entertainment. If you don't find that entertaining, yeah. it was a bit of a laugh, then why are you watching it? Why are you watching wrestling? Yeah. The whole thing with wrestling is to suspend your disbelief, I guess. And like, I, I know it's, it's, the, it's the, it's the other thing as well is it's a variety show. So you're never going to like everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. As we say every week, there's only ever one good fucking thing on Raw usually, um, and then the rest just shit. But they they managed to pull in two million viewers a week, so clearly there's yeah, something there for something everyone there. on that. Show. Exactly. Just before the match and started, Goldberg. well, yeah, <laughs> just before the match <laughs> started, when Carmella came to sit down, you saw fucking Corey just simping and going mental, how excited they got oh. to sit next to her. And then he was, Michael Cole said something like, I'll oh, stay away from the bottle or watch the bottle or something like that. And it must have been some sort of reference to, I don't know, some past demons of Corey or something, because he's like, oh no, like that's not for me. Like I've yeah, got enough issues. You told I've, now. I've got enough yeah. trouble in my life or something like or enough issues to deal with without that. Uh, more well, yeah, on... one of them sat right fucking next to him. <laughs> More on Grave Simpson later. Brilliant. Okay, uh, we'll go the to the match, match anyway. So, um, Reginald himself, he was a gymnast, wasn't he? That's why they signed him. Oh, was that what he was? Why he was? That's why he was doing all that mental flippy shit. Uh, um, so Reginald gives uh, Sasha a rose. Uh, Sasha goes to slap him. He catches her hand and then she slaps him with the other one. Um, 
I, I like the fact as well, the whole like thing, like the whole match, he was like dead smarmy and like a proper slime ball. Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of like added to the whole thing. Just, um, <laughs> and he stands there and does the gymnastics pose. That's it. <laughs> right, I've got a question, right? Go on. So, yeah. Just in this match, if you're thinking kayfabe sense, how did Reggie think he was going to win this? Well, I don't think he did. I think it was just... So he was just going to go, right, I'm, I'm going to go was... in this match, get battered and lose, even though I could win and elevate my career. I think he might have just been in there more to just piss off Sasha, which is what he did for most of it. Yeah. It was more It was more just Carmella playing mind games with Sasha, wasn't it, really? Carmella's a neep. <laughs> You're a neep. <laughs> anyway, the match... Anyway, the match. Um, so yeah, he counters out. He counters out a lot of stuff um, that Sash tries to do, like headses and things like that with um, with gymnastics. Um, Sasha hits a wheelbarrow uh, bulldog eventually on him from one of his attempted reversals. Um, misses the double knees in the corner. She then she then uh, hits a meteora off the apron right in front of uh, Carmella, and then hits Carmella's um, champagne out of her hand. Uh, really cool spot she lands right on her knee that she hurt earlier on in the match but she's perfectly fine just saying you just didn't like this at all did you Aaron Uh, I I thought it was shite right shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) come on mate play the game Um, I'm playing the game she hits a a really nice pop of Meteora and then she does like a Around the world spot, like the Lucia, Lucia spot, yeah, but yeah. then it kind of like it kind of looked like she lost her like grip on him a bit, mm. like dropped down, Fell and flat, she just randomly throws, yeah, randomly throws in the uh, bank statement to win. Uh, but I thought it was it was cool because like obviously it showcases his gymnastic ability, but also it allowed Sasha to do stuff that she might not necessarily be able to do with other women wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, got that gymnastic ability, yeah. obviously. I'm not saying that none of them have it because there's a lot of really talented women's wrestlers, but it was cool to allow her to do that. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I thought thought it was fine. And say, I thought maybe it went a little bit too long. So it got to the point where it was, well, if they want to, if they want Sasha to look strong, then she should have just put him away. Um, Mm. Because it felt like, it felt like as much as he was toying with Sasha, she was toying with him as well. Yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, again, I'm just a bit, Bored of this feud. Um, before you quickly go into the next part, just before well, I thought you wanted me to move on to the next part. Before, <laughs> literally two seconds before it goes on to the next part, as in commentary's talking, they're about to tell you, right? Graves just sl- quickly slides in. Doesn't Carmel look great? And then it goes to Roman Reigns. It's like fuck, fuck off, Corey. Send it somewhere else. <laughs> she probably, she yeah. probably fucking told him off for not saying it. That's why. Honestly, I think she had this uh, fucking leash in, in the uh, champagne ice bucket. <laughs> along, with little... his, along with his bowels. <laughs> well, yeah, that do. Do you like fucking raisins in that ice, weren't you, lads? <laughs> uh... Like two little chickens. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um... After this, uh, Roman says he, ex- um, 
Roman's talking to Heyman about the match, and Heyman's like, "I hope I hope I handled that correctly." And Roman's like, "I I expected you to tear Pierce apart verbally. <laughs> I didn't want you to do it physically." Um, <laughs> and then Heyman's like, "Well, can you get me out of it?" And he tells Paul, "No, you've got to be a man. Um, be a man. Got to handle up, your, handle your business. Handle your business." <laughs> and then it, Roman makes it look like he's leaving the building. Um, and Heyman looks terrified. <laughs> oh, why are you shaking your head now, mate? Come on. Because it was obvious what was going to happen from the get-go. But... Yeah, it was, but it was still was it was still good, wasn't it? I'll be honest, I didn't think that. Oh, I... I the very... as, soon, as soon as it went fucking Pierce versus Heyman at I the start thought, of the show, I didn't you knew Roman, what was I didn't think Roman was going to come back. I thought it was going to be Jay. I thought it was going to be Jay, and I imagine it was probably meant to be Jay. But if, if as we're speculating, he might have COVID or he's being kept off for the just to keep him mm. okay for the Rumble, um, then it made sense that Rome, it was Roman. Um, after this, we get Biggie versus Apollo. Uh, as Biggie's making his entrance, he stops him. For, well, it comes back from the break, and Biggie's in the middle of making his entrance. Yeah. He's just stood next to Sammy gyrating and making the belt swing towards him. I, I love as well that um, Sammy had different signs throughout the show. Like, I was just about different to memes. say, he kept changing every match. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he had like not my Intercontinental Champion. Um, and he had one on, I think it was uh, Carmella's entrance. And it was a. Uh, it was something like, I should be Intercontinental Champion, change my mind, or something that like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was the other one that had his name spelt out, but each letter was, it was like something against something, something. I can't remember. I think it was Sa- Sammy against Malicious Intent or something like that. that yeah. Was it. Yeah. <laughs> and Daniel Bryan, when he came out and looked at that and just laughed and shook his head. <laughs> and Sammy was just going, you're part of the problem. <laughs> Sammy's Zayn, but like, to be fair, he was sat there for a fucking hour holding up signs. <laughs> threw himself into that fair um, play <laughs> so yeah the match itself um, right from the bell Apollo charges Biggie Biggie it's a big belly to belly on Apollo uh, Cruz it's a big boot and a moonsault on Biggie uh, it's quite quite fast paced and just very like hard hitting it was um, very much like their match the other week where it was just like a really yeah. fast hard hitting start and Apollo on top yeah. like quite early mm. Um. He hits a corner Yorinagi. He then goes up to Apollo, who's like leaning. He rolls. Apollo rolls out. And he's leaning against the uh, announce table. <laughs> he just goes, "You think you're okay to slap me? That's the last time you'll ever make that mistake." He's <laughs> like start yelling at him. Um, Apollo fights out and hits a moonsault off the apron onto Big E. Um, he then fights Big E off from the top rope as he's like coming back into the ring. Sammy uncuffs himself and. As Apollo hits a missile drop kick onto Biggie, uh, yeah. runs into the ring. Kaluva kicks both men. Ma- Michael Cole, Michael Cole. At this point, Sammy just ruined a great championship match. It was okay. It was all right. Yeah, it was all right. Was it wasn't great. It, <laughs> it really got going, it did it? Yeah, it hadn't really got going. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm guessing this is going to lead to a triple threat. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sticking to my theory that Apollo's taking that belt off Big E and um, aligning with uh, Roman and Heyman because what, what what now, mate? I, I, did I say anything? I you didn't, didn't have say to say anything. Your face says it all. I didn't say nothing. 
if, if you'd if you'd been watching uh, talking no, smack I'll, last week, you would have seen, seen the. I was waiting on you saying something else after that, but it's fine. Okay, move on. Well, I mean, it might lead it might lead to the, a match between the two, yeah. But I was waiting on know, you saying Biggie's going to win the Royal Rumble and go to WrestleMania and. Well, I That's thought that I was, was a game given at this point, mate. Come on, play the uh, game. Um, <laughs> you've, uh, you've just said it. You agree with me. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, I think I think Apollo is going to take it. And obviously, they teased like, the alliance with Reigns and Haven. Um, yeah. Every week on Talk and Smack, Haven yeah. is deliberately like putting a big focus on his dislike for Biggie, which is obviously yeah, yeah. more they're not they're not gonna do that if there's not something there's in no the plan. Yeah. Um before you go to the next part, uh, Michael Cole announces that it's Pierce versus Heyman and the thing comes up on the screen. Uh, Michael Cole goes, it's Scrap Daddy versus the Big Daddy tonight. Uh, Michael Cole mistaken Heyman for Kevin Nash there, but never mind. <laughs> or Shirley Crabtree. <laughs> want to get serious about it um speaking of big daddies we then go to officer um speaking of big daddies we then go to kevin owens cutting a promo from his uh his family sedan um (laughs) great promo he said it was a brilliant promo um his promo work in recent weeks has been incredible uh anyone who hasn't seen his promo from talking smack last week go and fucking watch it Yep. It's incredible. Yeah. It's amazing. Um so Roman he says Roman pulled the strings to uh, keep him out of the building and um Roman's only beaten with the help of his family. He's never beaten like a champion. Um he talks about his tattoos and what they mean to him. So he says like he's got his wife's name on one wrist, his kid's name on another, he's got a tattoo, it's like the skull with the two golf clubs crossed yeah, over yeah, on his, yeah. the back of his hand. He said that was for his that was for his parents, and then he shows on his knuckles. Um, the I can't it was MSPB, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, so it's grand and it's his grand, grand two grandfathers. That's it, yeah. Uh, initials, um, Melvin and Pierre. Um, and he says, he says they were like his two biggest supporters, and like, uh, that they basically supported supported his, him following his dream and yeah, his yeah. biggest regret was they by the time he got to WWE they both passed away mm-hmm. um, he says for them he's going to be the last man standing this was an awesome promo so, so good. good so good Um, and then after this we go to Street Profits um, going basically they've got like a hamper of fruit and they're trying to get a rematch against the Dirty Dogs uh, you go to give it to Sonya just just before uh, Sonia, just before they do give to Sonia, Sonia's talking to Dolph. Uh, um, I said politics, boys. <laughs> He's got the power. <laughs> I, I was, I was gonna say, I wonder if that's got something to do with the Otis feud from last year. Oh, whether yeah. it's like, whether they're like, they're kind of doing a similar sort of thing. Mm. Um. So yeah, basically, um, they go to give her the hamper, and before they do, they went, we, we want our rematch. And then Sonia, Sonia does like the whole um, like executive sort of answer where it's like, oh, you know, 
Montez, you're not 100. I don't want you getting injured because you're an asset to SmackDown. So we're going to give some other tag teams an opportunity. Not that they've got any on the fucking brand. They'll just they'll probably <laughs> break they'll probably break him one up and then throw another like three together. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So she says she says they're going to give up the other tag teams an opportunity. And as soon as um, as soon as Montez is 100, percent they'll be like the. They'll be back in the title picture essentially. Uh, She's like, keep doing, said, you guys, keep you guys doing stay there, keep doing stuff. the funny stuff you do That's backstage. <laughs> keep putting over um, SmackDown. Keep promoting SmackDown. <laughs> we'll give you a Son- shout when you. Sonia's, Sonia's suit again for the second week. Top yeah. notch. Top notch. He's got some fucking good suit game. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then then they give her the uh, they give her the fruit hamper and they're on the way. Um. This leads us to the obstacle course with Bailey and Bianca, which Aaron looks Aaron clearly upset. isn't a fan of. <laughs> oh. Do you want to hear my notes for this? Right? Three notes. I love that. I, I mean, love, I think I we're that, going to anyway. I, say, oh, I love it. He went, do you want to hear my notes? Didn't have a chance to answer. Just go straight into Three. Sure. Yeah, Aaron, <laughs> we'll hear them. <laughs> one. Yeah, what would you notes, said it? One. What were you going if we'd said no? Well, you would have got them anyway. <laughs> Don't give me yeah, the option that you <laughs> Don't ask silly questions, you blurt. Uh, so, three, three notes. One, obstacle course. That's what happened. Two, Bailey's tracksuit. Thumbs up. Thumbs three, up to that. It was fucking awesome. Three, in capital yeah. letters, this is absolute dog shite. <laughs> <laughs> it was I bitch. actually... I enjoyed this. I, I thought I was going to hate it. And I was pleasantly surprised by it. It was, it was, say it with me, Aaron, sports entertainment. Dog shite. You fucking sickness <laughs> dog shite. Get in the bin. Right. I mean, let's just think of some of the shit that you've said really good that we've hated. <laughs> I mean, you can't really call something. Hey, um, it was dog shite to me, all right? I'm just saying it how it was. Again, I, th- I thought it was something you would have liked. No, based on like so the two based on past transgressions. The two most amusing parts of the show, the two most entertaining parts of the show, he's disliked. They weren't you're watch, entertaining. You're watching, wrestling, you're watching wrestling for all the wrong reasons, Aaron. They weren't entertaining. That's an issue. <laughs> I think I think the real issue here is that Aaron's not had too many things to re- write notes about, <laughs> and he's so, he's, so he's, where he he's can, got he's a bit of a hard. He's got a bit of a tiz on. No, I've got a bit of um, because this was pet tiz bits. <laughs> it's a good job. Of, it's a good job of didn't cut him off on his tidbits and never hear the fucking end of it. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we'll go to the obstacle course. So Michael Cole tries to introduce it, and he says, he says, um, some people have called this. Uh, what was it? The I can't remember what he called it. He's like the, the greatest obstacle, obstacle course. Sport. Ultimate That's athlete it. obstacle challenge. Yeah. Was yeah. What it was. He says some people have called it. I was like, what? WWE. <laughs> it, was like, it was like <laughs> American Ninja Warrior if you got it on Wish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Bailey comes out wearing a branded tracksuit that looks like straight from the early 2000s. It's fucking um, superb. I'd buy one of them. Yeah. At best we be on Euro shop next week. I think that was a one of a kind on me, to be honest. It looked like a pair of Jericho's tights from 2000. <laughs> um, yeah, so 
Bailey then basically <laughs> she goes ding dong goodbye to Michael Cole and sends him on his way. Um, <laughs> and she basically says like runs through the obstacle course and she, so it's hurdles. Then it's like the up and over things. Uh, then Chad Gable from the Alpha Academy is kindly giving us time. That's hilarious when she yeah. says that, and he's like, I love the way as well. happy to help. Yeah, Gable. <laughs> Gable is fucking brilliant in this. I, I thought miss, he was so funny. I miss what he said, and it was only my girlfriend watching it with me, and she laughed. I was like, what did, she, what did he say? And then she told me, I was like, that's gold. Yeah, happy to like, help. Happy to help. And then there was another bit in a minute where he was just hilarious. Um, and then... <laughs> And then, yeah, so they've got to do a fireman's carry with Gable from, like, point A to point B. It was, like, basically terrible. Which is one side of the ring, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they've got to uh, score a um, score a shot on the basketball hoop. Yeah. The win. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was, it was was shit, but I think the whole that was the whole point of it. Like, mm. it was meant to be a shit obstacle course. Um, just need to suspend your disbelief, mate. There's, there's <laughs> funny shit, and there's just, ugh. Like, but I thought this, I thought this was own. funny, guys. Each to their own. Anyway, um, so Bianca goes to do the course, and Bailey goes, "No, no, I'll go first. And then <laughs> she she does it in um, a minute and twenty seconds. As as she goes to do the, um, she like she like does. It. Oh, they've got to lift a four hundred pound tire as well and flip it. Yeah, yeah. So she flip she flips that, uh, struggles to do it, and then she just walks down. Then she runs the hurdles, and then she, uh, then she does. She goes to climb over the uh, things, and it just runs between. Just them. slaloms it, <laughs> and then she goes up to Shan Gable with the uh, with the like fireman's carry thing, and he gives her like a pet talk. On now, remember, it's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. <laughs> it's all in the hips. It's all in love the hips. That. I love that. Um, and, and then uh, she can't, struggles to carry him. The goal, oh yeah, Gable's a. Uh, Gave us a hefty 205 pounds or something like that. <laughs> Bailey just gets him down and then she like struggles to like make the shot with the basketball. Um, <laughs> and then it's Bianca's turn. Before Bianca can go, Bailey goes, wait, wait, wait. You're an elite athlete. I'm going to make, make this more personalised for you. So she switches out the little... The, so the hurdles she had, the like little steppy ones, she switches the hurdles out for Bianca for proper ones. Um, I mean, you, you say proper, they're like to her knees. No, they're not. Ones. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They weren't oh, that high. Don't nitpick over the size of the hurdles. It was oh, just hurdles. Anyway, they weren't that Aaron, high. Aaron, play the game, mate. <laughs> <laughs> let's get through it. If you didn't like the segment, let me let no, me just talk about it so I'm, I can get through it. I'm just saying, you're and saying the And then I can move on to hurdles. the next bit. Right. Well, all right, they were higher hurdles than the fucking little ones. Come on, mate, play the game. All right, anyway, so Bianca pisses it. She gets to the Chad. She's going to do the fireman's carry thing. And then Chad goes, oh, no, 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 it's not me. And then Otis comes out. And he fucking effortlessly carried Otis. Like he was nothing. Like he was nothing. Um, I love the way as well Otis gets, like, just appears from under the ring and on the step, like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, then she gets to the basketball thing, and Bailey's like, she goes, she, like, calls Bailey over to basically, like, do one-on-one with her. Dribbles past the slam dunks it. Um... Bianca and she do, she does that with like thirty seconds to spare on what Bailey had as well, um, or was it twenty? Aaron, I just just need to make sure. Um, I think it was seventeen, if you want to be precise. Okay, it's just you know the details, um, the fact, the hard facts. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, and then as like raising Bianca's hand, uh, Bailey just attacks her. She like th- she throws the basketball into like Bianca's stomach and then just throws her into like the basketball hoop and drops it on her, which looked horrible. Um, and then Bailey walks off. Uh, after this, Dominic um, and Corbin before the match, Dominic tells Ray he's going to do it his way. Uh, this was pretty much a squash match. It so was a squash. Yeah. One thing though, Dom looks like he's trimmed up a bit. Does. Does got some new tattoos as well. He has. Um. Yeah. So Dominic, um, a little bit of back and forth. Dominic like goes like full throttle of Corbin, tries to get some punches, and Corbin just beats the shit out of him. Um, for a l- bit of a longer time than it should have been, even though it was a very short squash match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corbin goes for end of days. Dominic reverses out of it. He goes for a six one nine. Corbin catches him and then hits end of days to win. Um, and, um, when he wins the match, Corbin's music doesn't even want to play for Corbin. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> uh, also, um, no Night of the Lone Wolf for Corbin. Yeah, where are they? They've appeared like once. I mean, again, I assume that's just a, like, keep them out the way because... Either that, or, either just... that or they've forgotten about them. Or that, right? Or that. <laughs> They were the Forgotten Sons. <laughs> um, but yeah, who knows? Uh, I'm, as as we're speculating, we're hoping it's kind of more that they're just keeping them off to kind of like limit, like have a like smaller crew while they're waiting for the rumble. Yeah. Where they're going to have a stupid amount of people in one building. Um, and then we get to the main event, which is Adam Pearce and Paul Heyman. Pearce is already in the ring. Um and he's, he's Pierce is looking in good shape. Just about to say he's keeping himself in good nick, isn't he? Still yeah, looks he's, lean. He's lost. He's lost a fair bit of weight since he was like scrapped by an Adam Pierce. Mm. But he's still, he's like he's. Uh, that's not to say he's fucking skinny or anything. He's still mm. got massive shoulders. Yeah, um, he's a unit. Yeah, and so Heyman comes out to the, comes out to the ring as he's getting into the ring. He trips on the steps. And then he holds his ankle, he gets up and he trips over the steps again. He's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then he sits down against the barrier and says, Card subject to change. Roman's music hits. And, oh boy. Pierce <laughs> oh don't boy. fuck up. Um, <laughs> Roman comes out, Superman punches Pierce. Um, Pierce rolls out of the ring. Roman um, Roman goes to get the steel steps and Pierce gets one good punch in on Roman. And like yeah. staggers Roman. And that's all I wanted. <laughs> That's all I wanted. <laughs> all I wanted to see was scrap iron fighting back. I didn't want to see him get murdered by Rowan. I just wanted to see him get one more punch. And he did. Yeah. Uh, Roman takes him directly to Dick Kick City. Um, <laughs> he elevated Pierce off the floor. He kicked him in the balls. <laughs> um, he, then, he then throws Pierce into like the stands and like just kicks him in the stomach. Don't, don't ever um, say that Roman doesn't elevate other talent. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, Hardy loves hitting people in the dick. Um, <laughs> loves it. Um, Roman throws Pierce like up to where uh, he threw Kevin Owens off a couple of weeks ago, and then a mysterious hooded figure attacks Roman Reigns. Who could it possibly be? Aaron, come on, mate. Come on, play the game. Swine you up now. For for people listening, Aaron just shook his head when I said that. Um, in, in, As in I have been, 
as he has been. Um, I'm guessing Aaron didn't like this either. No, um, I, to be fair, this was one of the better parts. The whole the Heyman and Reigns, even though it was pretty like you could figure out what was I, happening. But you it could. Was, you it could, was one of the better it's... moments of the show, though. Even though the thing is, happened. though, the thing with the whole character is that he he kind of belittles people for doing stuff and then he does it himself anyway. Mm. That's the whole point. So him go him saying, oh yeah, people who people who do that card subject to change and say the, the loser's way out. Like it's it's clear as day that he's gonna do it later in the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. I I knew from the second he said that and the second he set up that match with Heyman that Roman yeah. was gonna be replacing him. Yeah. But that's the whole point of the character. I think I think you might be reading into it a little bit too much there. Yeah, I, it's more it's more of the in kayfabe terms, right? If Pierce is in charge, then why would you do that and then go, all right, I'll I'll not fight Reigns, but I'll definitely fight you, Heyman. Like but Heyman's think, not going to do it. But then I, th- yeah. I think I think it was more just hey, uh, Pierce and Red on that situation. Mm. I'm being a bit tired of the yeah, being a bit tired of the disrespect he's been getting shown by them. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so it's Kevin Owens. He jumps Roman. Um, they brawl all the way to the ring. He stunners Roman in the ring and then throws Roman outside into the barricade and he's just beating the shit out of him. Uh, the refs come out, pull pull Kevin Owens away. Um, and then he like retain as Roman's just getting back to his feet, he returns. It's another stunner on Roman. And he's screaming at Heyman saying, do you see this, Paul? This is what I'm doing to your boy and all this. <laughs> um, and like uh, on the on Talking Smack last week, he said, I'm going to tell Roman why I did what I did in person. And oh boy, he did. <laughs> told him. Um, he had to pop Powerball and Roman through the announce table to close the show. Um, Great stuff. I was already quite excited for Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns in a last man standing match. Yeah. After this segment, I'm really excited because I think it's going to be like really hard hitting. Yeah, it will. Yeah, yeah. And it'll probably just be an excellent match. And Kevin um, Owens is doing some fucking ludicrous spot, I can guarantee. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Chucking himself they're, they're, or something. They're going to do something with that like raised area of the uh, Thunderdome. Yeah. yeah. It's the same it's as been... at, at Mania. Like that they, when they announced they were doing Mania this year at the, the Raymond James. And there was the picture of the pirate ship that put up. And then Kevin Owens just retweeted the pirate ship picture. And I think someone posted a meme up and just put, Kevin Owens is jumping off that pirate ship, isn't he? Have you seen the the Chronicle that they did on him recently? Not the most recent one. Was it Chronicle? It was was basically leaning into the TLC match. um, Oh, okay. No, I've not seen that. And he's talking about like big moments. He's done, he's like saying, oh yeah, like me and, I think he said him and his dad went to the Raymond James when it got announced. Like there was a press conference, he just brought his dad along with him. Yeah. And he said, as soon as he saw the pirate ship, he went, I'm going to do something with that. <laughs> his dad was like, don't do anything stupid with it. Like, oh, I'm going to do something with that. <laughs> and then apparently, like he was like adamant saying to Vince, I'm going to do something with that. So I imagine whatever Kevin Owens does at Mania this year in the Raymond mm-hmm. James. It's probably going to involve that pirate ship. Yeah, yeah. They're probably deliberately not going to put any fans near that pirate ship because <laughs> Kevin, so Kevin Owens, Owens wants to fuck it up through the crowd <laughs> and get get some shit fucked up. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, that was SmackDown. I thought it wasn't it wasn't as strong as it's been in previous weeks, but I still thought it was a solid episode. Um, yeah. um so highs and lows. Uh, I, I mean, Aaron, you, you you've got quite a you've got plenty you know, of lows you know, to choose, wanna, haven't you? The whole you wanna, show, isn't it? Apart from Dolph, <laughs> you want to start? So uh, I'm going to go lows obstacle course segment. I thought it was pants. Like, I already spoke about it. Uh, my high, Cesaro, Brian, and the whole Ziggler segment, just all three of them, even Brian talking. Like, it, was, it's, it wasn't your typical, oh, let's go out and talk about the Rumble and how I'm going to declare myself. There was a bit of storyline going into it. was into the, the acknowledgement of, oh, okay, well, you've won that before, and you've won yeah. that, and oh, okay, you've won your last two matches against yeah, former world champions and... It's something they don't do often enough, like bringing up, oh, yeah, well, I've won this Battle Royal. Yeah. They only bring up the Rumble, and it was quite nice that they did bring that up. Yeah. Fair enough. Cool. They put some respect on Cesaro's name. <laughs> also, Daniel Bryan fighting back laughter was brilliant. It always makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, My highs and lows. Oh, a low. It's either Dominic against Corbin. Um... I was just expecting more from that. Like Ray T something the other week where he's just like, look, if, if we're going to sort out Corbin, I know someone we can go to. And I was expecting that to happen this week. Like something off the back of that. Like Ray nerfy, Ray hasn't it? Uh, maybe. I don't know. If it does someone out, I don't know. I was expecting more from that. And that kind of bored me. Um, it didn't really need to be a squash. It's either that or the women's tag match. I just don't want to see them with the tag belts. Give <laughs> it to the Riot Squad. Um. Yeah, neither yeah. neither one of them need it. It's it's bollocks. Um, I'm going to say the women's tag match did my head in. Um, and my high would be, oh, decisions, decisions. Uh, Ko's promo, sat in his car, was superb. That's my high. Um, <clears throat> my low. I think I'm with you, Troy, on the women's tag title match mm-hmm. which won the tag title well you know what I mean yeah. Charlton Asker versus uh, Riot Squad I thought it was just more of the same the thing that hurt me the most was Charlotte no selling stuff Yeah, it's like come on like can't you fucking can't you just do that mm. we know you're gonna we know you're gonna beat them can't you just at least fucking make them look good yeah, yeah. it's not hard yeah. um, and my high, I'm gonna go with um, thinking now. I really enjoyed Cesaro and Ziggler, yeah, I, I really did. Um, but I think the whole um, Roman's promo at the start was awesome, and like the whole yeah, kind of good, the good. whole kind of thing with it. Like, I know it was a little bit on the nose. And it was kind of there was a lot of foreshadowing of what was going to happen, mm. but I think the fact that the fact that like it happened the way it happened, so obviously we knew there was going to be the card subject to change thing, um, and we thought, oh yeah, well Roman's going to just murder Adam Pearce now, yeah, and then obviously KO attacking him and thwarting him, mm. and then beating like looking really fucking like a, a credible threat which okay. is one thing with Roman like I know I know I've just like kind of ragged on the fact that no one looks like a credible threat to Charlotte Flair but Roman 
even though no one really should look like a credible threat to him, by the by the time the match comes along, mm. or even in cases during the match, you start to believe they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Even though I thought, well, and I still do think there's no fucking way in hell Kevin Owens is beating Roman. <laughs> Roman ain't dropping that belt until uh, WrestleMania when Biggie takes it off him. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I think. Um, I, from this segment alone, I thought, well, there's a there's a small chance that Kevin Owens could win it. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's credible enough to be a threat to him. Yeah, he left on lane. Uh, but yeah, that I just really enjoyed it all. Yeah, man. as always. Nice, cool, man. Yeah. Sweet. Um, before we finish up, where can they find us on social media, please, Aaron? Uh, Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast and Twitter and Twitch at Untitled Wrestling Pod. And where can I get some beard products for my beard, Troy? Thatchface.com. Go over there, use the discount code TROYXL85, get 20% off your purchase uh, of gift sets, uh, brushes, combs, balms, oils, all that good stuff for your beard. Uh, so yeah, head over to Thatchface.com. Awesome. Also, we'll be, as we do every Saturday night, doing some form of gaming. I don't think we're 100% decided on what we're playing yet, but we will something. be at time recording on Switch, possibly dead by daylight if we've all got it downloaded by the time. Already downloaded uh, it last night. Yeah, I'm thinking more big tasty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember he said he was downloading it or not. Um, Rocket League also. Yeah, or Rocket League maybe. Uh, they were the couple we kind of thrown around, um, but we'll see. Either way, join us then. Thanks for joining us now. We'll catch you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Um, Our last bad promo, Ronnie Garvin cutting a promo on Tully Blanchard. Well, I'm going to take care of business to what should be done. Perhaps I've been too nice. Perhaps I've been by the bee. A real, real sports. A real gentleman. Now, Tully Blanchard, I want you. It's not Uncle Sam talking to you. It's Ronnie Garvin. I want you and I'm going to get you. I'm going to have you. I'm going to get to touch your body. I'm not just making promises. I'm telling something that is going to be done. Something is going to happen in the future because bones do heals. But I've got a memory like an elephant and I can do it like an elephant. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Lord of mercy. Don't drop the soap. Ha, 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 ha.